0: I hear you're dealing with a ma- major heat wave. <laughs> 89 degrees, falls to the wall.
1: <laughs> everyone else is like, everyone else in hot weather is like, bitch, 89? Like Arizona's looking at me like, 89? <laughs> well, yeah. are
0: still in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you look at it in context of other places that are very hot, it's nothing. Hot. But for the Bay Area, that's a big fucking thing. I mean, I think other places here
1: are at hundreds, but SF is like perpetual fall. So this mm. is like,
0: what? <laughs> well, I hate to say it, but it is September. And True. with the heat, I hate to say it, earthquake weather. So make sure everything's bolted down. <laughs> I love it. Make sure there's something you can like hide under. Don't uh, don't leave yourself in the open because that's what happens. That's what happens. Well, I'm sorry that you're suffering a heat wave, but we're gonna bring some heat tonight on the hoops talk. What? Ooh, ooh, ooh. You ready? Oh, are you ready? I'm ready, guys? We are so excited to be back here. Um, there's been a lot of things happening with the WNBA that we're gonna like get cracking into, um, and you know the NBA were like less than a month away so there's some things that are popping but um, yeah I think we're just going to be really focused on how we're going to wrap up the WNBA season because there's some shit that went down and I mean as always when is the WNBA like smooth sailing for reals and this is our first season that we've been into it so I mean it's exciting if it's gonna if it's gonna stay this insane then you know what it was the right choice. Definitely the right choice. Right, for sure. So before we get into that, um, we would just like to do some house cleaning and any updates that we might have. So first, please make sure you subscribe to our uh, show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Play. Um, You know, that way you can get, if you don't get to listen to us live, you get to hear the replay. Uh, and so on and so forth and then also go to re- review us on those platforms. That would be awesome. Rate us that actually a review a written review would be nicer than just the five star. Or maybe you don't give us five star. I don't know. But a uh, review of something like, hey, thumbs up or super shitty, how whatever you want to write in your review, we're not gonna we're not going to um edit it. But it would be great to get Your thoughts, your feedback. Um, You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at The Hoops Talking. And we do have a website, thehoopstalk.com, which you can get some of our merch if you're interested in our merch. And I'm working with our designer, so i hopefully get some new fall merch for y'all.
2: Maybe some
0: hats and scarves and some cool, like, cool designs. So we're excited about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, unless you have, do you have any updates? We don't have anything really coming up. We have potentially, uh, some guests next month in October. We're still trying to nail. Yeah. Yeah. Nailing
1: it. Yeah. Trying to figure
0: that out. We're trying to figure that out because of course, you know, uh, Karen deals with flying. So that's something that we're, <laughs> we're looking into. Um, but yeah, we are hoping to book some guests, um, really big deal actually next month and I think that's pretty much, I mean, we're just rolling along right now. We don't have anything big coming up uh, until, like, probably mid-October. But that's all our updates. If you guys have anything or want to collaborate, you know, feel free to DM us on Instagram or, um, you know, Twitter, however you want to get a hold of us. Or we do have a website, info at hoopstalk.com that you can get through our hoopstalk.com website. So I think that's pretty much it for our, for our updates right now. I think we're ready to move on to the very first segment, which, mm, mm, mm. as you know, we've been huge fans of celebrating Women Crush Wednesday.
1: Yeah.
0: And myself in particular, I'm very excited about this Women Crush Wednesday because she has my name, Miss Liz. Elizabeth. It's Liz. We're talking about Liz Cambage. Oh my god. Eva. <laughs> I mean right from the start, she has always been a star. She's always been yeah. larger Major than star life. Quality. You know. Mhm. Um and it's unfortunate the, the Aces did not make it to the next to the finals. They were they lost um, yeah. this past to the Tuesday, yeah, to the Mystics. Very deserving. I mean, it was a it was a really really good. Um, it was a great series, you know. I think that the Ve- Vegas gave the Mystics a really big challenge, which I was super excited. You know, it wasn't as one sided as <laughs> the Sun and the Sparks, which we'll get into later, but. It was a very exciting, um, it was very exciting series. And I would say that there was a lot of, of stars that came up. You know, there's a lot of the playoffs. Well, the whole season, but I think the playoffs made, you know, always usually the, the stars. I mean, that's how Kawhi Leonard, he came out, you know, the playoffs really becoming yep. the star, you know, that he became. Um, so it does make, it does fuel you. Um, So I think Liz Cambage, I mean, I think she was always destined to be someone who had this magnetism and star power. But I just, you know, some of the the ways that she's really propelled herself, I think, have made a huge difference in how, I mean, people talk about her, you know. She's just so. All the time. All the time. All the time. And people want to know what she does, you know.
1: Well, like, who would you compare her to? What's her Hmm. sort of equivalent in the NBA? Like, Strong player, not number one, right? Not in right. goat necessarily goat contention, but like mm. star quality.
0: Well, I would say, I mean, and this is only because Ooh. they. Wait, go ahead, say it. You already have someone. I got.
1: I, no, say it. I said, no, no, I, I no have, you say I
0: have, it. I have who you're thinking, Serge Ibaka. <laughs> Oh, Sir <laughs> Ibaka. Yeah. Oh, we love him. We love him on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that's not a bad comparison. I mean, they're both. Yep. I, I was going to actually say Shaq. Oh, yeah. I, kinda, ooh. I was going to say oh. Shaq, only because, like, I. I ain't mad at it. Well, because during the season two, the way Liz pay, played, when she got really physical it was like a hack Liz, you know, they would just try to like hack her, And I mean, that's the same frustration that we saw with Brittany Griner. Remember when she was like, look, are we going to go like buck old school, or are we going to be calling every little thing? Then I need to be protected because it's like a swarm of ants trying to bring her down. And, and I think that Liz Cambage also has, you know, when she decides to get physical, um, you know, she's kind of, She's selfie about, she's like, she can maneuver for, you know, her size and she's very strong. And, you know, I think that I see Shaq a lot in like her charisma, um, her style of play. You know, I can see them um, being very similar in that. Yeah. So that's what that's I was going to say. Point. But I like Serge Ibaka because of the style.
1: Yeah, the star quality. Right? Yeah, the I star qu- qu- quality,
0: I'm- like the low key. Um, I think he's pretty low key. I feel like he's low key. Yeah, he's low key. Yeah, I feel like his personality is low key. Um, and but he has charisma. So yeah, that was a good. That's a good one yeah. too. So I w- I would agree with those. Um, so our women crush Wednesday is Liz Cambage. Um, for those of you that maybe don't know her, she's the center for the Las Vegas Aces. She's six nine, so she's super tall and uses Beauty. all of that beautiful body. Um, During the playoffs, which includes the elimination game and the semifinals, um, she averaged 24 points, 11 rebounds, and 1.8 blocks. So that is a really beautiful stat line. She double-doubled in two of the last games that she played. Um, I think it was Game 2 and Game 4. I think that's what it was for um, uh, the Aces against the Mystics. Uh this was the actually this was the first season that she was with uh Vegas after the trade from the Dallas Wings which was actually quite contentious I believe. Um it had a lot to do with like she had um separation from her family and she just didn't feel like oh, yeah. Dallas was the place to foster what she needed. So um I too know too far that,
1: from home to yeah. you know connect and and we talked about that too like it's not like there's these high paid NBA superstars with like personal jets and things like that to be able to go home often.
2: So
1: I could see where that's really tough.
0: Yeah. I mean, and no offense, but I'm Dallas, like probably maybe that just was not a city for her like to call home. It's kind of a landlocked type of town. Usually people don't really go like, Ooh, Dallas. (laughs) (laughs) But <laughs> well, I'm gonna say I don't, I don't want to talk shit. I don't want. I don't want nobody from Dallas coming after me. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah. let's see. She's also um, she's uh, she made her third career appearance the WNBA All Star. Um, she shared the cover of Slam magazine with her teammate Asia Wilson, which was actually pretty historic because I think there was only one other cover that women were on Slam magazine. Um, mm. She shared her mental health story in that editorial piece for the Players' Tribune, which was, like, really amazing. That was actually coming off of the All-Star game where she said she just felt so high and happy that she didn't do take her meds, and then all of a sudden she's just, like, crashing and crying and couldn't play. And that also, um, it was interesting, too, because she mentions how Bill, Bill Lambeer, who is the coaches for the a- for the Aces, was very much... Um, considerate to her needing that time and that rest for her mind and her her meds to get to get kicked back in. So she did share that story. Right. Um, she was the cover star for the last printed issue of the ESPN Body um, issue, and boy, what a body! She legs for oh, days. I mean, goddamn, she is gorgeous, and she wore that cover. On a T-shirt, so she t- she had a T-shirt made with the cover of her sitting naked with the basketball that she wore, sauntering in the tunnel for that last game four. So, I mean, she did that. That's how I'm gonna say she did that. Uh, she was she's also the official face of Bonds clothing line. Uh, she became an Adidas athlete this year, and she's also a DJ and she DJed uh, Coachella. So. You know, I mean, the accolades go on and on, but I will say that just, I wanted to see more of her every time. Like, I just wanted more of her always, and so I think that even though the aces aren't in the finals, you know what, Liz came out just, I don't know, she got me. (laughs) She got me. I was just like wow and I think she did that for a lot of people so good for her good for her
1: yeah no anytime I kind of like tweeted about or kind of engaged with that content there's a lot of very like big Cambage Uber fans so Mm. she definitely has like you said it's that star quality I think too what's made her more of a star too is I think just the honesty that like kind of the authenticity behind her mental illness and being open about that. And then too, sometimes things that come out of her mouth, you're just kind of like, Oh,
0: right. Yeah. So
1: I think there's an appreciation for, for someone like that. That's not completely guarded. Yeah. Isn't that like that pun?
0: Oh, uh, I like it. She's not <laughs> completely <laughs> guarded. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you're right. Because I know that, you know, one of the things that, you know, there's not a lot of shit talk I mean, there is, I I don't know. I don't want to say a generalization that there's not enough shit talk in the WNBA because I'm sure they think that, you know, they talk enough. But, like, post-game interviews or things that it's, it it feels like there's more swagaliciousness happening, you know, with stars like NBH coming on and just accepting her body and how she's going to handle her body and knowing her body and then just, like, being out there. And um, she did... You know, as you know, um, I believe it was after game three uh, where she did double-double. She mentions, you know, she's asked about, they won that game against the Mystics. And she was asked about the guards from the Mystics. I have a clip of it here. Hopefully I can get this to play. And this this is what Liz said. I just kept sailing inside. You know, they got small foes guarding me they can't handle it, get in the weight room or get out of the post. So that's what I'm doing. I'm just doing my thing inside. I just kept stealing. I thought that was great. You know, of course. I, yeah. I mean, she, that's that's like, I don't know. You have to have a certain kind of like, I'm that I'm that bitch. Yes. <laughs> Liz, Lizzo,
1: oh, you. I mean,
0: I <laughs> so many Lizes. So little time For all of us (laughs) But yes we're all that bitch Um, So yeah so I'm just I'm sad that she's She's no longer They didn't make it to the finals but you know what We had her for the season and I can't wait to see What you know I I doubt that she won't be doing something In the off season but I'm sure she wants To rest because all of them deserve A really good rest Mm. Let's see now, as far as just moving straight into the WNBA, I want to congratulate, of course, the Washington Mystics and the Connecticut Sun. They made it to the finals. Yeah. Um, I don't. Are you going to watch it? Are you? I mean, the fun, Yeah, on Sunday. I mean, are you the interested? 29th? Are you interested? Like, I don't want. Like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all. And I guess by saying yeah. that, I'm being that because everybody says like. I don't. But it's not your girl. It's not your team. It's on my team, but they're still playing wonderful basketball. But I don't think I would necessarily watch. Like I wouldn't make it an appointment to watch a game if my team isn't playing. But I watched the NBA finals, you know, and not, not yeah. my team wasn't in there. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely if it's I, I'm if I'm around, I'll definitely watch it.
1: Yes. Yeah agree i i think and again yeah like i feel as we say this i feel bad right because i mean i watch cuz my team mhm and then but you also i think we were i remember discussing this on the on the show is that there was so much drama and craziness mm. so i don't want to miss potentially that happening
0: right well
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
0: because Courtney Williams, who is another, like, rising star from the Connecticut Sparks series, she is just her and her dad, and her energy that she brings is really interesting. And actually, if you think about it, the way the Washington Mystics play, so this will be the second time that they are go- going to the finals, and then the eight, the Sun, I think the last time they were in the finals was 2015? It might be farther than that, but I know it wasn't – was it, was it 2015, 2012 or 2015? And they're bringing – the way I saw them manhandle the Sparks, like they bring this aggressive style of play, and they will be – they shout on the court, and they're like, you know, I love it. It's so exciting. And the Washington Mix, Mystics tend to – I feel like they remind me of the Spurs. You know, very foundational –
1: yeah, Yeah.
0: kind of boring to watch. Yeah, but high, like super high caliber talent. I mean hello Elena Deldon was the all you know she's the all-star captain. She was um MVP uh and yeah. you know you have um Emma Messman who went I mean she went off she just started when she got hot and shooting, it's like, boom, boom, boom. You have, uh, what's her name? Uh, Christy Chrissy Tolliver who, co- who made a comeback. So you have all these great storylines and you have all these great players. It's just, I feel like it's very much like the Spurs who are not that necessarily, you know, they kind of can lull me. Um, yeah. but you know, I will, I'm going to watch it to the end. I will. I, w- I Before, when the sparks were in, I was making a point. You know, I'd be like, hey, you know, I want to build my schedule around the fact that I want to be able to see this game. Um, I may not necessarily do that for this series, but I'll definitely be alert and aware of it and watch it where I can. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest.
1: Yeah. No. You're being lit. Hey. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Authentic. I'm trying to be authentic without sounding like a total terrible person well yes. my my <laughs> team isn't in it so i don't care i don't want to be like that so i'm trying here give me some credit I love it. um so yeah. they're gonna <laughs> game one will be sunday the 29th um i think it's uh 3 p.m eastern time 6 p.m pacific standard time it's going to be on espn so these um games are going to be on espn espn 2 and i think abc so that's some nice prime time hey oh yeah yeah i fantastic i'm like the more the better and uh i believe the mystics have the home court advantage yeah because they were in first place and the sun ended up seated in second place so i mean we saw one two three four realistically which was right you know the of as far as the team seated that got that were played um i didn't expect i don't know i didn't expect the Aces to win but I didn't okay. expect the Sparks to be swept
1: yeah I get what you're saying
0: that's you know yeah I d- that
1: was disappointing
0: yeah that was disappointing oh
1: which might be a good segue
0: right yeah there's well before we move on to that I just want to recognize again I said Emma Messamann the center for the Washington Mystics she was on fire, okay? Fire. Fire. And, um, you know, the last game, the Lakers, starting five, essentially, were at that game. Um, they were able to make it all the way to Vegas. It was Kuz, um, A.D., LeBron, um, and Dwight Howard that I could see that made it to the game. And I know, Karen, you and another listener mentioned that they couldn't you know find the time to go to a sparks game but they (laughs) went to vegas (laughs) to see this game hey you know what that's some fucked up shit
1: (laughs) it is it is it's kind of like that's your home team and yes they're playing all the way in connecticut but y'all act like you poor (laughs) those five of you chip in for the private jet.
0: And and go. <laughs> uh, they're like now we want to go to Nobu in in Vegas. So <laughs> <No boo. laughs> <That's okay. laughs> we want going to go to our private table. In Connecticut. Yeah, we want our yeah, private gonna... table at Rayo's. <laughs> um, so yeah, they uh, were there. Oh um, and the, and um, Kuz called Emma a uh, you know a beast or something like that on Twitter. And um, I saw it. Yeah, and LeBron agreed he's like facts and she did it. I mean she shut him down like the games where she got hot and of course Elena Del Don she double doubled she's fantastic um, so no so kudos to Washington I feel like they'll probably end up winning the whole thing Um. our but our brackets were busted as soon as the Sparks lost that last game um, yeah right at the end yeah right at the end so we went pretty far so that's good for our first time yeah it's Hell really yeah. good. Um, using our own data and analytics, which are our eyes. <laughs> uh, so, and social media. So, um, so yeah. And on the flip side with the Connecticut Sun, congratulations to them because we're going to be talking about something that it, it's going to sound a little bit petty, but it's something to take away from the fact that the Connecticut Sun won. So I just want to preface it that like they ha- were more aggressive and. They were capitalizing on the mistakes that the Laker, the Sparks were making, and they also had the higher energy, um, and they had the home and court advantage.
1: Too, yeah, and also too, right? It was reported that the matchup was hard. Yeah, right. Like the the kind of like bodies uh, on the Sparks versus mm-hmm. Connecticut, and mm-hmm. they were just running them ragged.
0: Yeah, yeah. They couldn't find an answer for you know the aggressiveness of the the team and. You know, they were just making buckets on them, and so it went the way it went. But with that yep. said, I think that there's a bigger controversy. And, again, I don't want to I, – I hate it when people are like, oh, well, they, you know, the Sparks didn't have this and that, to make it sound like if they did, like, you know, that Connecticut didn't deserve their win because of the fact that they're a good team, which is not the case. They deserve – no. But I don't, but be, being swept, I don't know about that. That's where I'm just like, these guys were on par with each other for most of the season. And the fact that, you know, if the real, they both had um, big time home court advantages. So we're going to talk, we're going to dip into that because that's really where the controversy is. There's a couple of big controversial things that we witness. So one of them, of course, is um, the fact that in an elimination game, you had Derek Fisher uh, bench Candace Parker, pretty much the best player on the team, after right. only 11 minutes of play, okay, and then you also have um, him bench starters, so like in the fourth quarter, he had his second unit out there, and... That to me is just like, that's crazy. So I have, I have Candice actually queued up here. This is from girlstalksports.tv Instagram, but she's, this is after, she's in the, uh, the Walter Pyramid Cal State Long Beach locker room, which we're also going to discuss. And she's being asked, you know, about the game. So here's, here's her. Let's see if we can get this going.
3: Finish in third, not where we wanted to be, but you know, it's not bad. Uh, obviously we wanted the end of the year, we didn't want to get swept like we did, but we gotta go back to the drawing board and, and try to come back next season better. Are
2: you are you physically okay? I'm you... physically, mentally, everything's okay. fine. There's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You surprised that you didn't get in the game no Yes, yeah, for fish.
0: Okay. Yeah, so that's for fish, and you could see her on the sideline when she was talking to. Well, she when she got benched, she was like, "What's going on?" You know, like this is not yeah. the time. And I don't know about you, Karen, but I if this is an elimination game, I'm running those all star players, my starters. I'm running them till they are a bloody stumps.
1: Um yes, and I do understand maybe in the beginning, right, like try to pivot, try to change it up, see if you can think of player combos that will match with what Connecticut's giving you, but at the end of the day, like you said, shit, when the time's crunching and the gap between, like, that was a big gap, the the score gap, like, I'm going to put in my superstars and I'm going to make, I'm going to trust that they're going to figure it out, even if the matchup's not there, like, so yeah, reading that, I was just like, "What the fuck is Fish doing?" I think is everybody it a kind of like just I don't know. Like I, I yeah. feel like there's a lack of that. Well, EQ there coming from him, and I don't know.
0: Well, I know that, and maybe someone in the chat can help us. Uh, oh, anonymous Knicks fan said that the first finals for the Connecticut Sun since 2005. So thank you for that. But I do know that Derek Fisher, I believe, was only one and a half seasons with the Knicks before he got fired. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you got player coaches all the time in the NBA, but I I don't necessarily think that that's fair to say that then they can just transition to the, to the WNBA, especially if you have other coaches that are available and could do um, could do the job so I have um, another clip from Jackie McMullen who criticizes Fisher for sitting Candace Parker during the Sparks game three loss and she has some pretty hard I mean I think it's fair criticism but it is it's tough so let me play this for you here hopefully you can hear it good
2: Jackie Parker all-star Chelsea Gray 2016 MVP, Neka Ugumake, none of them played a single fourth quarter minute. And, and look, as I said, I was there. They were down by a lot, but there was a couple points where it looked like maybe they could start to make a run, and, and then, I, I don't know, why not play?
0: Oh, and just just to insert, that's, um, this is from The Jump. This is uh, Rachel Nichols on The Jump, and it's her, um, Jackie's on the show.
3: It's
2: an Your elimination game. Why are you not playing your best players? I, I don't understand this at all. I don't really even understand. Why would you do
3: this now? Did you see her yes, reader list Yes, that's 100%.
2: There? <laughs> right. And I don't understand why Derek Fisher got this job, if I'm truthfully. <laughs> there are a lot of other coaches that are, are more versed in the women's game, that have been around the women's game, that deserved a shot before another ex-Laker player. I, I don't like this at all. Wait. she has experience in Well, what about the other series? guys, NECA and Chelsea? mean, those guys. <laughs> right. I just don't understand. This and at and all. also, look, we have seen in NBA games, to use your comparison, there are times where a they're pulling the starters when they're under, when they're you know being drubbed by 20 points, or when hey the reserves are making a comeback, right? And the coach is like, I'm just going to go with the guys who brought me here. But it's a la- it's an elimination game mm-hmm. what's the of the playoffs. There? What are you trying to do? Are you saving no them no for idea. something? I'm yeah, unaware we, of. Is it a message that's it, supposed to carry over until
3: make next it, July? I think it was the higher seed <laughs> and expected to win, but the
1: Sparks yeah. on such a run coming into the series mm-hmm. that the their entire mm-hmm. momentum was undercut by by the by what happened in games two and three in the series. So very yeah. Un,
0: un, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy because I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, I was mystified. Mystified that he did that and i can understand wanting to cuz his whole stance was that he was trying to figure out the energy you know he's like i needed to sustain the energy i wasn't getting it from them you know and so that's why i did what i did but it's just like that's not the time to start you you know experimenting with lineups in my opinion yes
1: it yeah, it's, yeah game, by game time like yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. Maybe in the beginning of this series, but that's elimination game. Wow.
0: Yeah. No, I, it was baffling. And like I said, like even these, you know, analysts are saying and journalists, this is an elimination game. Okay. This isn't just like, Hey, um, you know, we have, it's game one or I don't know. It's not a regular season. It, this This always needs a a next gear, a next level. And I'm not quite sure what Derek Fisher was trying to tell his core that he would do that to them. I mean, they must have felt so impotent just sitting there watching, you know, like, why am I not playing? Why am I not like spilling sweat and tears on this court to prove that we can do it?
1: Right, and, like, Candice was, like, her really short quote in the athletic article mm-hmm. that you linked on our agenda. Mm-hmm. It's like, ask Fish. Like, literally, she was baffled. She didn't know. Yeah. There wasn't even that discussion during the game why, you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: yeah, you're right. Yeah, that we have an article uh, by Sabrina Merchant of The Athletic, and she taught, you know, that's the thing. She was just, like, it was very frustrating, and you can tell by the way that Candice is responding, you know, and how like, she's like, I think Connecticut is a very good team, but to sweep us, I don't know if I would go that far. So I think that's where we're, we got to start asking ourselves questions as to why that happened. Yeah. Oh, I, like I said, that to me was a real, real, real giant mistake. And I feel for them so much. And of course, you know, like I said, the Connecticut sun, they, were obviously they outperformed um, to win. But another controversy is the fact that the Sparks did not get a home game, a real home court game during these semifinals. Let's be fucking oh, yeah. real. Oh, that's
1: this one, big into You into know that. What, uh,
0: okay, so Derek Fisher doing his fuckery, like, fine. Whatever, okay. You can't go back and like what that's that's going to have to be investigated in some way, or I don't know. He, he he's whatever. This one is what fucking burns me alive and goes back to how we always talk about the disrespect for the WNBA, okay? Yep. And the disrespect for the Sparks team in Los Angeles. I'm just I'm. I, this really gets, gets me so fucking fired up. So they have, they could not even finish their season at the fucking Staples Center. They had to go yeah. to Cal State Long Beach and play at the Walter Pyramid. These guys, these women, this team was bringing in averaging 10,000 fans per game. Okay, regular season, because they never had a chance to have a playoff game in their, um, they had the elimination game, but they didn't have one of these semifinals games. So they were averaging 10,000 audience members. The Walter Pyramid at Cal State Long Beach holds 4,000 people. Okay. Bullshit. So we're talking about, not only that, but there has to be a slim percentage that are there to root for the Connecticut Sun. Even if you get like 1%, right, a sliver of people, like all the friends and family of the players. But so that leaves you with like, I don't know, like uh, 3,000, let's say, that are there to root for the, for the, for the sparks. What the fuck? Like that is, that is not the same energy. Okay. No. Right there alone. And it fucking fucks the fans who wanted to go. Cause you know what? We looked for tickets last minute because we like had a change of plans and sold out. Well, yeah, because there's only 4,000 fucking seats. You think there's going to actually be anything fucking available? No. No. So not only that, it's the two, it's at least a two hour drive to get down there. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Derek Fisher might as well have a, said this is a a away game for them and just got hotel rooms near Long Beach instead of actually getting letting them sleep in their own beds because it was an away game for the most part. So that's one thing. Two, there's nothing in the whole fucking court that says L.A. Sparks. You have no, they have none of their branding. You have nothing that shows that it's L.A. Sparks. Okay. Also... You have, um, they couldn't, because of a an event that was happening on Saturday at the Walter Pyramid, they couldn't get in for pregame practice until Sunday morning of the game.
1: That is, that's so stupid. Yeah. Oh they my weren't God. even able to
0: warm up. So they thought it was, they ended up going to a community college nearby on Saturday, I believe, so that they could practice. And, and, and so, you know, you're in an elimination game. This is your one home court where you, when you look at their record, their home court record, they are like some crazy, like 15-2. I mean, their home court record was similar to the Sun. So, you know, you have the psychological, and and you have routine, and you know, like, how you come into the tunnel, and you know how far baskets are, and everything. You're just like, and as an athlete, from what I read, is like, they have a lot of superstitions, and they have a lot of, like, habits, right? They have things yes. that they have, and they do, especially for a, a game, these big games. And they did not even have that available to them. So, they, they were And on top of it, they got the travel to the Connecticut Sun, right? The Mohegan Sun is where they play. So they got the private jet. They didn't get that on the way back to play home court. They had to take a bus two hours to Boston and then fly a public um, air, you know, just regular, nothing private or charter, back to Los Angeles. Okay. So they didn't even get... I mean, the fuck! Like, really? Just shoot them in the in the foot. Why don't you? Why don't you just break one of their hands or something? Just to be like, hey, you know what? Let's just pour pour it on you now. Um, in this article by uh, sports LA sports columnist Arash Marakazi, uh, he mm-hmm. points out that they could have played on Monday, as just the day later at the Staples Center. So how he oh breaks it God. down, yeah.
1: And it's, and we talked about this, right? Like you and I were trying to find the schedule, trying to figure yep. out what was going on, like even a week before the published date of the start of tip-off of playoffs, and it's like if they couldn't even get their ass together, why couldn't they just push the date back one day?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the way that they were ha- so. There's a few factors, right? One, the Emmys was already going to be there. So there was this whole thing about, like, well, the Emmy was in news. Okay, fine. But it was on the calendar for like a year. So they already knew it was going to be there. So then ESPN, who's the partner who shows the games, was like, you know, okay, what is their schedule? How are they going to show the game if they move it to Monday? Well, they were just showing pre taped archival footage of probably some fucking basketball game or I mean some fucking football. So there could have been a preempted uh, to that programming if need be. So those were two options that could have led for the, the game to be moved to Monday. In addition, uh, from what like staple what staples and e s p n is saying is that they were never approached for from the sparks organization to talk about that uh possibility instead they went ahead and went and looked for a different venue to play and it's just like I mean the whole thing is just fucked, and it's just so disrespectful, yeah, I mean. It is. It's trash. Yeah, because in this article, he um, the journalist mentions that, you know, in uh, at the Staples Center in 2012, they had the Lakers and the Clippers advancing to the second round of the NBA playoffs. And the Kings, which uh, play hockey, they were winning their first Stanley Cup, right? So those, all three that play at the Staples, had to find adjustments and none of them were told, "Hey, if you can't find a day, you're gonna have to go to play at a college arena. You know what i mean no one no one yeah. was like, on your biggest games of the season, fucking go and play <laughs> go find a college nearby that you can go and fucking play." No, they made it That's work you you yeah. and you know they made it work with the fact that they're going to be televised games yeah, so it's exactly. It's,
1: So disheartening. I mean, it's just like we see this so much in what we were doing prior to us even starting this podcast. And I think the more and more we get deeper into just us discovering the NBA, being much more abreast uh into (laughs) the world of sports, it's just it's really disheartening to just continue to see the lack of disrespect for women in sports, for women's sports, and like, it's 2019, y'all. <laughs> it's 2019. Oprah rules the world. I don't, you know, I know. Serena's goat of all time, any athlete, and yet we're still here.
0: Yeah. I don't know what they're going to have to do. I know that the collective bargaining agreement is coming up, and they want to, you know, discuss the travel, and they want to discuss, hey, If we're in the playoffs, we should be able to play in our home court. I just don't understand why that has to be like, you know, I don't know. Whatever. I guess it does. And hopefully the collective bargaining agreement, they'll be able to get these issues hashed out. Because, you know, us as fans get fucking screwed, too. I don't want to go two hours to Long Beach. When I found out it was a Long Beach, I was like, fuck that shit. And you know, we have a friend who she's a co host at Tamarindo Podcast and she's yes. been on our show on Ashila. And she was like, I'm dying because I didn't, I can at least want to see one game this season. And yeah. she didn't even, couldn't go to that. She's like, I could fucking go to Long Beach. <laughs> yeah. It's so God,
1: that's crazy. Like, that's a away game. Exactly.: That's I can unit for the fans.:
0: Yes. Yes. So you had, you had a sold-out crowd, and I would love to see what the ESPN numbers were for the game in the ESPN2. It's just like there's no transparency into how well or not well it's doing. They just always want to go, "Well, it's not doing as good as the NBA." So that's, that to me, that's not a measure. That's not a good enough measurement. You know, what are some stats? What are we seeing? Like there has to be a growth trajectory because then you know what? Fuck it. Fucking just get rid of it then. Don't put any more money into it. Fucking just let it die. Like let it go because I don't, you know, if you're, if, if it's bad, then it's bad. That's, you know, reality. True. We're all adults here, and that could be the reality, is that it's just not working. And all these women can continue to play overseas, make more money, have, you know, their summers off. And then we won't have to be like, ooh, look, LeBron James came to the game. I guess this means something. Yeah. (laughs) This is valid now, you know. Yeah. Because, you know, this is valid because NBA players actually are coming to the games and they're wearing women ball 2, uh T-shirts. It's like, wow, that's how I have to wow. validate that these athletes are good is because a man came to see them. That makes a lot of money in the NBA. <sighs> 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 I need to cool off. oh. <laughs> <sighs> Man, oh man! It's a, it's slenderous.
1: We gotta we gotta like <laughs> calm and meditate a little to keep going with
0: the show. I know. Hotter in here. Where are my crystals? Let <laughs> bring my crystals yes. out. I I don't know. It's so just just so disappointing. You it know is, it is. I mean, of course, this is our first season in playing and watching. And uh, you, it's great. It's fucking amazing to watch. It's so cool. They're so good. And you start like peeling back the onion and you start realizing that it's fucking tonnish fuckery going on. It's like, ugh, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, it's coming. It's coming to the end of the season. And like we said at the top, we're less than a month. To the NBA, we have a few we have a few little bits, tidbits that we can talk about with the NBA. Yeah, yes. Um, yes. I, so, you know what? Let's just wrap. Let's just wrap on we'll W. Do w- it. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. For uh, go, Sun. I was. I'll put it on. I know the Miss is going to win, but I'd love to see the Sun win, and especially since they haven't been in the finals since two thousand and five. So. Oh yeah.
1: I, I mean I was gonna put some my money
0: on the sun. Let's put let's put some money on it. Let us know what you guys let's think. Who you who are you taking? Are you gonna take the sun? Or are you gonna take the mystics? Let us know. Um and maybe we'll do a poll or something, put it out on social. Okay, so moving quickly to the NBA, uh as you know, we're starting to think about our fantasy basketball leagues. Um, I, we want to have a hoops talk one, and then we're going to have a regular one, our, our own, um, internal one. And so we're definitely going to put that out. And I think we're just going to have to use the one we've been using because it seems like the easiest. But, um, like I said, guys, send us any suggestions if you, I've heard the ESPN one is really good to use. People have liked that, but it's mostly they play fantasy Football, so yeah. um, they haven't really played fantasy basketball. And actually, there's a lot of people that don't play fantasy basketball. I tried fantasy baseball one year. It's fucking sucks. It's the worst. Oh, baseball
1: is crazy. Like no. I didn't even bother with baseball, but I did auto draft and yeah, it
0: worked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't even be bothered to auto draft because it, it was just it's a lot of. A lot to deal with, and uh, you know basketball is on my forte, anyways. But um, but yeah, so people are saying that ESPN, so we might take it out. So if you're interested in joining our fantasy league, because I know we can't open it, it can't be very big. I think it's gonna be like up to ten. But um, preemptively, if you want to be in the hoops talk, uh, fantasy basketball league, let us know. We'll start. We're gonna start putting that together. I'm gonna start working with our designer to like get shit going for um for basketball coming up. Super excited that's happening. Uh so, moving on some stuff around basketball. One just literally just came out of the horn was that the on Brooklyn Nets Twitter was that Kyrie Irving was diagnosed with a left side facial fracture and that he sustained in workouts during um I guess yesterday, and he's currently listed as day to day. And you know what I really want to say about that? Yeah, Kyrie Irving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already, your cursed, fucking cursed, cursed ass negativity broke your face.
1: Motherfucking Phantom of the Opera <laughs> cursed.
0: <laughs> His motherfucking face got broke already and I completely, yes, it's, I think like his, he, his, he just has so much bad negativity. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, I was shocked. I'm like, fuck that really happened. But you're just like, yeah, of course. And of course it happened to him. Yeah. I mean, who else? Who the fuck else does Kent could that happen to? But besides him, and how do you even do that? Like, how do you slam someone so hard in practice? And it was very like this. They didn't even like put any details or anything. It's literally like no, his face broke.
1: All I read was an elbow to his face. So I mean, your elbow is pretty fucking hard and can be very you know pointy. So I, I it's a definitely bone to face situation. I think.
0: Well, they were probably aiming for him. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, basically, his face is broken, and he's day-to-day for fucking practice, and he's probably going to have to wear a mask, and I just think, like, how fucking embarrassing that you broke your face in practice, and if you wear a mask starting the season, is because your ass broke your face in practice. Like... I would love the Astro Ballers to do, like, just a segment. So the the Astro Ballers are on Instagram. We follow them, and they do a whole, like, uh, based on horoscopes, players, and teams. Yeah. And I would love for them just to do, like, a deep dive into Kyrie Irving because – that's got to be a fucking muckery mess. He's he's a
1: hot mess. He's got probably like Gemini everything.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, the Gemini broke his face into two essentially. If that's it, yeah, he's probably probably ugh the worst. face, totally ugh. He's a two face. Think about it. He is. He is a two face. Because he's like, oh, Boston, uh, I'm here for another year, woo-woo. And then he's like, oh, uh, peace, you guys fucking suck. Um, I'm going LeBron, to LeBron, I'm mess. sorry that I ever said anything. You're the man. And uh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to be with Brooklyn. It's just like, wh- okay. like, Well, I mean, so we got a
1: sign wrong. I mean, I... I was saying he's got to have that craziness underlying, but his sun sign, he's an Aries. So that's Mm. just as bad for men. (laughs) Yeah. They are, they just want to fight everybody.
0: Very flighty. Very like the wind.
1: And fighting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was probably talking shit to a current teammate and...
0: Well, I hope that the Nets see... Are seeing the real, real him? You know, he
1: desperate.
0: <laughs> I mean, KD is going to be. This is my thing. KD is going to be. He is not playing. They already, the GM already came out yeah, and said KD is out for the season. Is confirmed. And by the way, congratulations, KD. He had a baby, or his, his, yeah, on Instagram. I think it's his baby, <laughs> right? He was holding I a mean- baby. Like, it was on his Instagram. Crazy. He's holding a baby. There's a woman next to him, and then there's his brother or cousin behind the woman, and he says "American Dream." So I don't. I'm assuming it's his baby. Uh, that's all. In a relationship. I guess. I don't, okay, am I mistaken? Because I swear to God that he was. Okay, let me look. Yeah, look it up let because I swear. You say Instagram? Yeah, it was on Instagram. <laughs> I know the f- image I'm, fucking exists, okay? I am I know that it exists. Now it's just about, am I, did I misunderstand that maybe that wasn't his baby? <laughs> Because everybody was congratulating him, and Draymond Green was on there, and, and Draymond Green was talking about, like, oh, Draymond Green says something stupid, like, it's, it's not the American dream or something like that. All right, did you uh, find I him? I am on his IG. I don't see no baby. Well, He posted it, and maybe it's maybe it's not his baby.
1: <laughs> what did he post it? Do you remember, like, how far back into summer? Or? No,
0: it wasn't in the summer. Oh, no. Okay, no. It's on... T- T. Durant, Tony Durant, isn't that his cousin? His brother is his brother. So go to T. I mean, Durant. that
1: kind of fucked up if he had a kid and it's on his brother's
0: feed, but not on. No, maybe his brother had a kid.
1: Okay. Okay. Here, listen. Okay. okay so there's an article. Draymond Green leaves strange comment on Kevin Durant's brother's Instagram post. Yes. And it says. Tony Durant posed a picture of his baby.
0: Okay.
1: So it's his brother's baby. Okay. And then Draymond said, Y'all talked a lot of, you You talked a lot of bulls about me. All good, though. This pic brings me great joy. However, this is not the American dream. It's our dream. What? Draymond, you! A
0: little bit. Illiter- God damn it, Draymond Green. I can't. What the fu- okay? Excuse me. Who the fuck congratulates people like that? Hey, Karen. Her talked a lot of shit about me. Well, congratulations. And no, it's not what you call it because it's this instead. But cool.
1: <laughs> it's so dumb. It's so dumb. What a bit. I know this article said that he commented in very Kevin Durant fashion, like you know, there's that just. This, like cipher of a dumb kind of passive aggressiveness uh, dudes have the worst communication you, know what? you
0: I always hear these stories that guys when they're you know that they let a lot of shit slide because they're so fucking chill and you know like oh, dudes please. don't hold grudges and they like can please. move on from the situation and I'm just like you know what I'd Do this kind of shit? Oh, totally disagree with that fucking scenario.
1: Agreed. At least women are direct and much more wittier with their (laughs) shades.
0: Yeah, if you if if Draymond Green left this shady fucking comment and then had to explain (laughs) what he meant. It's like, "Oh, it's a vernacular from when we were playing and headed it. It's just like, you know what, bitch? It didn't work. It just didn't work." <laughs> it didn't and work. you need to delete it. Delete your account. <laughs> Do delete. get a burner account. The yeah. yeah, or tell your intern to not be fucking put going in people's comments or whoever runs your account and just stop it because it was not a good look and you look pretty but, stupid.
1: Yeah. But also, who gives a fuck about Tony Durant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, this guy's like, I I can't. Like,
0: who gives a fuck about KD's brother? This is so, who's stupid? <laughs> yeah, he's, like, going there to, to talk shit about KD. So he goes on KD's brother's account. To talk yeah. shit.
1: <laughs> and give a... All right. Comp, like, congratulations, right? Like, uh, okay. All right. And then we'll be talking about our dream. Maybe there's some drama that we're not clearly seeing. Like, did Draymond and Tony fuck the same girl and it was their dream to have a, a son with her and, like, Tony got it at the end? Like,
0: what? I don't... I don't know. There, It's just unnecessary drama that he... Created on a fucking announcement of someone having a baby. Granted, I because of Draymond Green's. Well, look, all I know is I thought Katie had a baby,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's how we got here.
0: Yeah, and that's how we got down this hole where it's like, okay, so let me get this straight. He, Tony Durant, had a baby, and you thought that you had your fuckery that you thought, and you know, when he was writing it, he thought it was so hilarious. It was yes, going to be so, so fucking hilarious, and and yet he just looked like it's the ass that he is. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah, uh, Same old, same old. So I don't even know how we got on the tangent. I think I was talking about because Kyrie. I,
1: was, I thought you had Kevin Durant had a baby, and I was like, there's no way. Like, <laughs> and it was funny because then it got me on this tangent in my head like, you know, we don't know mo- enough about some of these players' wives. Like, True. I think when I looked up um, our favorite, like, Meyer Lemon, uh, mm. he his wife, Elle Leonard, plays ball. She has, like, an Instagram handle, and she does trick shots all the time. And oh, it's like, wow. how cool is that? You know, the most famous, I think, at least in social and at this time, right, is is our own Miss Curry, because she's always mm. up in the mix. Oh,
0: yeah. But,
1: like, It'd be good to understand some of these dudes' like significant others, and it's interesting how they don't talk about them enough. Yeah, I don't think. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was like, Kevin don't talk about no chick, like.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> man, I just now I just broke a story that he had a baby. <laughs> you did. Fake news. Fake news. Oh man. Wow, you know, uh, you're right. Though I do think they don't talk about enough about their significant others, especially if like that's fucking cool shit going down.
1: Yeah, I mean maybe we we do a segment coming up. Yeah, on like basketball wise, you know what I mean. I love How
0: that. I, I love that. I think that's that's a good idea. Okay. Um. Well, Kyrie, will, is going to Kyrie. And honestly, Draymond's going to Draymond. So we're ramping into the season the same old, same old. Good to know. Um, Another piece that I found was that Shams and Dwight Howard are at it again in another interview that Shams is. I I saw it again. Okay, so I have it pulled up on um, Shams Sharnani. Sharnanya. uh, it's Shams NBA, his Instagram handle. So uh, let's see what we Right. Hear. Well, I
3: just think there was two big problems, you know, injury.
0: Okay, first off, I guess the question here was I, uh, oh, he's asking Dwight Howard on the 2012 13 Lakers what he would have done differently. Okay, because I know he's already talked to him
3: before. Yeah,
0: that yeah he has that whole piece about the ego prior to like him even joining the Lakers when he was a free agent, right? When he was going to come into right. in free agency. And then he sat down with him again after he got picked up by the Lakers to ask him, like, what's going to be different? And now again, here he is again. And I know this is current because this is uh, Dwight Howard. The photo here is Dwight Howard with his highlights. Five hours ago. Yeah. And it was his highlights. This is what he looked like in Vegas. So he was in Vegas. Yes. Shams flew down to Vegas. To meet with Dwight, they're definitely in Vegas. Well, at least that's where he was. Um, he's got his hi- highlights. Uh, Dwight's got his highlights on. He's wearing a tank top and he's in like this giant sofa. So, just to preface, you know, why I think this happened. So, hold on.
3: He's an ego. You know, uh, for a basketball team, those two things could make or break you. You know, injuries is when you got guys that are major guys on the team that get injured, it, it kind of takes away from what you're trying to accomplish. And then when everybody's not on the same page because of their egos and what they're being fed by people at home and their agents and stuff like that, then now you got everybody just out there doing their own thing. But when you take your ego away, leave it at home, throw it in the trash, and just come to work and do your job, it makes everything a lot better.
2: So when you look back at that year, like you said,
3: you know, ego injury, what would you have done different if you were in that position again? Uh... What would I have done different? I would say, wait till I was healthy. Wait till I was fully healthy. Um, I wanted so bad to show everybody that I was ready to play, um, that I wasn't 100%. But I went out there and I tried to give everything I had, you know, but I wanted to have fun doing it. You know, I was like, man, this is LA. I'm playing for the Lakers. I'm not finna come out here and look mean and look crazy. I'm finna come out here and have fun. Like, Mm -hmm. this is this is it. Like I enjoyed playing those games, you know, like they dim the lights in the crowd and the main lights are just on the floor. And people's like, Oh, he was afraid of the big lights. I loved it. I could not wait to get out on the court. Cause I'm like, man, this is it. This is it. But it just wasn't the right time. So looking back, you were, I'm just like, how
0: many different ways is he going to be asked by shams about his ego about yep. that season, about what he's right. going to do differently, about what he would do differently, about—I mean—asking a- him about Kobe, asking him about—I mean, I'm—I'm I mean, I'm getting just like fatigued.
1: LeBron says, right? Do better. Yeah. Shams is like everyone's on their seats for what? What is it like? There's the woes drops, but there's the Sham what? Shamwell. Shamwow! <laughs> Didn't you, did you coin that
0: one? <laughs> I was calling it a Shamwow.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, what is he getting an extra side cut to be his PR person? Do That's they what have I'm a wondering.
0: Personal relationship? That's that what I'm We're wondering. not aware of like, like what? Which we don't have to know shit about all that. But my thing is that I'm like fatigued that it's going to be the same questions, and it's like it's not exclusive. It's not – I'm just wondering if, like, Shams is, like, roped into this, like, Goodwill tour for Dwight. Yep. I don't know, man. I just don't find this to be interesting anymore. When it first came out, I did think it was interesting because I'm like, wow, you know, like, this guy has to eat a lot of shit right now. You know what I mean? He's going to have to eat a lot of shit, and we don't really want him – and, you know, he's already been here. There's like, a lot of stuff happening. And so when he was talking to Shams and he's trying to forge ahead, you know, at first it's an interesting story. And we want to see how the narrative goes. But it's just, like, how many times are you going to ask the same questions? Yeah. it just get old. Yeah. Like, ew. Yeah, just just go. I don't know. I How come he can't get... LeBron like how come he can't talk to I think he did talk to Kuz he wrote a piece with Kuz but it was a while ago in the summer about like how he feels he's going to be part of this you know new Laker team how he was going to be a part a major part of it but it wasn't where he's like sitting he I don't know he could be talking to Kuz about FIBA or something else he could be talking about like I don't know Fucking find Caruso and see, see if he's taking any steroids yeah. or, you yeah. know, like they
1: could talk about FIBA and no one cares about FIBA. Yeah, and it would have been better content than this. Or talk
0: about talk about um, um, what about AD? You know. Yeah. What about AD? I'd be interested about AD. You know, there's all these rumors floating around yeah. now that LeBron is okay with making AD the center of the team. And and helping him to rise to, you know, the star of the Lakers uh, moving forward, like the legacy, because we well, all know fucking LeBron. Yeah. This is we've seen the analytics from that thing we saw. Remember the Carmelo effect or whatever? He's uh, this is it.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, AD doesn't need a PR tour. That's why <laughs> he's just probably focused on the game. He's like. I'm here with the Lakers, I'm with LeBron, I can't disappoint, I better just focus.
0: And I feel like Dwight Howard could be that way too, but I don't know why they keep dragging him out. Like, they just keep dragging him out. It's just... Yeah. I don't think it's necessary. I think it's a... I don't
1: trust dudes that are all talk, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh,
0: Because, you know what, all of this is on tape, all of this is archived, so as soon as you start acting like a fucking dick this is just going to just pull out like what happened to the ego, what happened to this and that. I mean, he's, he is also just digging himself a hole that he may not be able to, to actually, you know, come out of. Yeah. Like he's really
1: trying to set this expectation that he's going to be this humble player. That's mm. going to have fun mm. and be a part of the team instead of like what mm. he was prior. And, I see failure. I don't know about you. I see a lot of I see a lot of over promising under delivering.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. And
1: And like he got the shit out of the sick salary wise in terms of like NBA hmm. salary. So, he should just fucking chill. Like quit. This could be a chill year for you, but you want to keep fucking popping it up.
0: I know. D- I know. D- I'm just like, I'm happy with the growth, and we've already discussed this about him. We've discussed it. We've discussed it even before that we knew he was going to be a Laker. We discussed that he is talking this way and the growth. And I just, I, I don't understand, like, I'm trying to understand the angle of his people or shams people or who what is the angle here to be beating the same drum over and over like it's going to hypnotize us into just saying like oh well you know what Dwight Howard is great Dwight Howard has no ego Dwight Howard's gonna like save the Lakers and is is, I mean is he are they trying to hypnotize us I don't understand right I don't get it
1: look yeah I mean I think we're we're adding too much to the word cloud of Dwight Howard plus ego. I agree with you. It's baffling, but we can laugh
0: about it and be like, next. Yep, that's what we're going to do. Let's see. What else do I have here on our basketball situation? Oh, you know what? So Joakim Noah, Mm -hmm. he has been working out with the Clippers So it looks like that scrappy guy might find himself with the Clippers. It's funny because my husband jogs over, you know, we don't live that far from the state, from the Clippers uh, HQ. And he's like, yeah, I think that they're already practicing there because they have all these Really nice cars in the in the parking lot <laughs> when I drive by. So he's like, "There's definitely some high profile people at, there at the at the Clippers <laughs> headquarters." And I was like, "Oh, maybe I should run over there one day because they play right out so there. They have the basketball courts right there." Course, right right there. Your house, yeah,
1: you're fifteen minutes. Away. Yeah,
0: yeah, I just walking. walk there. Yeah, walking there. So maybe I'll do that. And it's been nice weather, so I'm sure they're out there. Or they might play super early. I don't know. I'm not gonna. You know bust my butt to get Over there uh, super early But it'll be interesting to, to see If I can see any of the players But yeah so he's been playing with Them um, And it looks like um, it, There's potential that he might End up being a a Clipper He's not a very good player I mean, yeah, I mean. He's not So it's fine whatever but he's Really not that good of a player um, he, it does bring like a certain level of energy, which I mean was appreciated. Like when he played with the Knicks, he had a pretty good level of energy, but as far as like, I don't know, I don't really know what kind of, cause they were even saying like, oh, they'd rather take Joe Akeem Noah over, um, I wonder over Dwight Howard. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I wonder what his, uh, we should look up what his, um, Karen, you should see if you can Get the uh what is it that analy- uh, analytics thing that we were doing, see what his Carmelo mm. factor is because I
1: yeah melo the-
0: his
1: walking walking uh, the mellow factor, let's
0: see yeah, because um I'm sure he's on the downward spiral <laughs> I mean no <laughs> offense, but I think he's probably like headed down in a downward spiral, like his his play. Um, I'm trying to find the outline where that, where we had that. Yeah, because
1: like, Was it I do Mellow Factor, and I just get Carmelo, and I'm like, I, that's not what I want. Let's
0: see, maybe. Oh no, no, here we go. I I had it in our old agenda. Oh, look at me with the old agenda. It's uh if you go to projects dot five thirty eight dot com forward slash Carmelo. Oh, yeah. So, let's see. Let's look up. Wait. Um, how there good go. will Joe Akeem. Oh. Wait. Do projects dot what? Okay. So, I I have it up. Okay. okay. So, if you go to projects dot 538 dot com mm-hmm. forward slash Carmelo. Yeah. It should you pull it up. Did you get it? Oh, I don't know what's
1: happening here.
0: Okay. Well, it says you here, got it up. yeah, I have it. I have it on my screen um, that let's see if we look at his category, he's a rotation player. He's not looking good. <laughs> like his best year from here was in 2019. So last year was his best year. So oh. based on his. Vitals, his scoring, his tendencies. So he, the performance of the 10 most comparable players are Jaja Zsa Zsa Pachulia. Oh my God. Who, did you see that Clay Thompson bought him like a fucking Rolls Royce for his birthday or something like that? Like
1: what? what, Yeah. What
0: kind of friendship is that? I don't, what? You're like, what kind of fucking friendship? Yeah, look it up. Look it up. I just saw. That, it. I saw it. it was, I, that Clay Thompson and fucking Clay Thompson. Like, let me tell you, I'm so excited about Clay Thompson this season because that guy he he was always a, my favorite. So, so someone I I I adore listening to, um, and also he um, he just I think they just rated some players and he got rated. L- in a low spot. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to look it up, but maybe something. Different. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah. uh jaja P- Pachulia, Marvin Webster, Nene, Jermaine O'Neal, Jeff Foster, Kurt Thomas, Bob Lanier, Brendan Hayward, Dale Davis, and Antoine Carr. So that to me is not, that <laughs> doesn't speak very well. <laughs> Here, let me look up. Dwight and now. I love how this chart, like
1: you said, right? 2019 was his best year. This, yeah. This- on a forecasted decline from there.
0: (laughs) So it looks like, um, well, it's not any better for, um, for Dwight Howard. So Dwight's a 34 year old. um, His best year, it looks like it was 2018. So, well, actually 2017. So yeah, that that sounds about right. And he's slowly been degrading. Um, and it looks like he will. His top ta- his performance of the ten most comparable players are Al- Alonzo Mourning, Tyson Chandler's in there. I mean, <laughs> these are not. Yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, Bob Lanier again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, he does have Mar Marcin Cordat in here, which I believe was someone that was also available for t- being picked up. So I mean they that was the thing we talked about though. The Lakers waited too long. It was like they were getting the bread crusts, you know. They weren't getting like anything that was actually gonna make too much of a difference. I know.
1: They were they were waiting too much for Kauai.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, and I just read something as well that said that they're tr- they're gonna lower Kauai's load management for the Clippers. So I think they're they're bringing down how much load management with is happening. With, the, with Kawhi. I
1: know, but I mean, like, bring down his load management, meaning they're going to rotate more players and let him rest more?
0: No, they're going to re- let him rest less.
1: Oh, shit, then. Yeah. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> well, he's,
0: yeah. I I just read that, and I'm like, I didn't do very much more research. It just was like, okay, that happened. Um. <laughs> Let's see. What else do I have? Um, oh, so I know uh, that was the
1: that was the one. Pay attention to the Clippers. We're going to mention in this episode. Next, <laughs> yeah,
0: next done. Um, the Miami Heat is also talking to OKC about Chris Paul and Jimmy uh, Butler's there now. No,
1: <laughs> that's going to be such a hot mess. But we might even enjoy it. I feel like that's going to be the team we love to see. Fuck up from a cultural perspective, right? Like, I feel like there's going to be so much news and technical fouls and trash and,
0: like... Well, Jimmy Butler is going to do that all by himself. And then when you add, like, this guy who basically incensed Rondo to the point where he allegedly spit in his face. And everybody... Is like yeah, you guys think that's that Chris Paul is a nice guy? No, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're going to be in Miami. They need to have like their own reality show. Butler and oh, yes, CP. Uh, oh
1: yeah, like what is it? CP and but. TM, TM, don't. Yeah. Credit
0: me. Yeah. Hey, CBS, don't steal that idea from her. (laughs) CBS. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) CBS streaming, do not steal that from her. Um,
1: I'll I'll pitch it to Amazon Prime. There you go.
0: There you go. Amazon Prime, they just fucking swept at the Emmy. So that would be a good one. Yeah. 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 They got a bunch of awards for Maisel and for uh, Fleabag, which is amazing. So
1: I have not watched it. I just keep
0: seeing so much buzz. About Fleabag? Oh, you should watch it. Yeah. It's so good. Okay. We binged it. It was great. And actually, and I love Aww. The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, too. Yes,
3: yeah, So,
0: too. you know, those are two good shows. Um, let's see. Um, what else? Uh, oh, yeah. So, back to um, uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, so, I mean... I think they had talked about this prior, like him going to Miami, but I think they really wanted to secure the bag to get Jimmy there, and Jimmy really wanted to be there. And in my opinion, you know, Jimmy wants to be the star. He wants them to build around him. And so I think Chris Paul has already kind of taken that role, a a supportive role when he played with James Harden in Houston. So I don't think that would be too much of a change because right, what is he going to do in OKC? He doesn't have anything in OKC. Uh, He doesn't have anything. I don't know. He doesn't have anything. Yeah, exactly. So I don't even know, like, the fuck. Like, I don't even know how that team's going to play out. Like, I I mean, we'll do a deeper dive because I love this analysis. Now I'm, like, all, like, okay, let me look up Chris Paul. Which is weird, too, because they don't have, um, let's see, Chris Paul. Yeah, no, he is definitely on the decline. <laughs> decline.
1: Like yeah. below Yeah. Even zero.
0: Yeah, he's Yeah. That doesn't that don't look good. That don't that does not look good for him. Um okay, let's go back. Um, okay. So I don't I think it would be it could be a lot more interesting if he went to Miami I just don't even know what the fuck OKC is going to do though to be quite honest with you I don't know yeah, who else, I don't, what else they're going to do I don't,
1: I don't know and I kind of don't fucking
0: yeah <laughs> hey one less team to be battling the West that's fine with me um, yeah. okay another thing Carmelo still does not have a team this, this is my Carmelo update big surprise yeah, just my update. I'm starting to think we're going to have to do some investigative reporting to figure out why the fuck oh. everybody doesn't want this dude on their team. Like, even Team USA was all, nah.
1: <laughs> That's so crazy.
0: We're going to have to dig deep somewhere and find what is the fuck is going on with this guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to do some sleuthing on social handles, yep. and yep. it's going to, yeah, it's, we're going to have to get crazy. Yeah, we're going to
0: have to go through some Google searches that we may not even be comfortable with to figure out on the dark web, find out something, because... <laughs> <laughs> the we dark web. Yeah, we might have to get, like, whats Cambridge Analytics uh, up in here, just go, we're going to have to make, like, a fake Facebook poll about Carmelo so we can get some data points, figure out some shit, because I am baffled as to why this guy is just like, they, no, no one, they're like, nah, no, not even the Team USA.
1: You know, and they were desperate. Mm -hmm. So many people didn't even want to play. They wanted to rest.
0: Well, we'll see. I I know that like the Brooklyn Nets were looking at him for a, a hot minute but I think there's a I mean I don't know the reason why they decided not to go with him. No one knows the reason why nobody wants to go with him. <laughs> he doesn't even know. So I'm He doesn't even know. Look, yeah. if fucking Dwight Howard can get picked up by the fucking Lakers, then Bruh. Carmelo Anthony's got to get on like the Grizzlies or the fucking something somewhere. <laughs> I'm trying to think, okay, well, he was just there. <laughs> Go back to the Knicks. I don't know. That could be something, right? Hey, girl. And any <laughs> and seriously, like, any Knicks fan is like, you know, uh, the Knicks always say, like, oh, you know, we loved Melo and this and that. And anytime you talk about Carmelo, they really, like, say he was a good player but i still think that he's not available to you know to be up to be a nick i don't know i don't know but we're going to have to do some investigating reporting on that one let's see we'll do, uh we'll quickly do. in the chat anonymous nick's fan 922 um said it's pretty hard for noah to get worse well from the analytics he can and yeah
1: he- i mean people get old <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he, I mean, the guy was like, I think, yeah, especially being in L.A., I think he was also just, he's a little problematic. And Anonymous Knicks fan 92 also says that metric is flawed. He was pretty good on the Bulls. Okay, well, you know what? Talk to Nate Silver and his team because I'm just looking at the data that was yeah, presented that- by some dudes in this graph, and that's what it says. So take it up with them, not with me because i'm just reading the data and i (laughs) i'm hoping that we're gonna do i'm not gonna say what it is but i want to do something with data analytics karen i don't want to reveal it yet but it's in the works and i'll let you know and it's not like when i did pinterest and you didn't know it's gonna be you'll know factor (laughs) we'll keep it under wraps for now okay Okay, um (laughs) so yeah so that's that's what's that with Carmelo let's see what else do we have um, that's it actually for the NBA like we, we've just been getting little snacks from them little, little yeah, tidbits little tidbit. tidbits but as we're I mean we're ramping up so we're going I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about next week but there will be discussion of some, I know something's going to pop something's got to pop with these dudes I mean, look at, we, I didn't even think we were going to have much to talk about. And then we just went on these tangents Draymond Green, Clay Thompson. Right. Did you look up Clay and Thompson got six buying?
1: Left. Did you talk? To, oh, no, I didn't. Please Let look that up. Now. Please look that up. Clay Thompson, Zaza. Yeah. Rolls
0: Royce. Yes. <laughs> B. It, did it come up? I got clutch. Clay Thompson
1: may not have given Baza a car after all.
0: Okay. Well, they were pictured. Okay. Is this like, I just said Katie had a baby. Like in my fake news. Maybe.
1: <laughs> I know. I think you're like the universe where you're not reading
0: the <laughs> negative words.
1: You're just focusing on the main vowels and nouns. <laughs> uh, on the main nouns. just I'm Maybe I'm just noun. looking
0: at, pho- I'm looking at the photo. I see Katie holding the baby American dream and it looks like it's he's his baby and then I see clay okay. and jaja zaza in front of a yeah. rolls-royce yeah. birthday gift yeah.
1: but then it says here two more fans have asked us if clay really gave zaza a rolls turns out rolls-royce is a sponsor of the of, a, of the golf tourney so yeah another tidbit that just clay was just joking around
0: oh wow <laughs> He's such a prankster. He got me. <laughs> he did. Your
1: favorite player. One of your favorite. I adore him.
0: I adore him. And I I, I think he's just going to, like, they keep showing that fucking commercial of him talking about insurance or whatever, oh, fidelity. Can't. Can't. And it's just so, oh, What's, I can't what wait. What
1: shoe? What shoe company is he with, too? He's got, like, it's some badass. Oh, it's ass,
0: terrible. almost
1: like, it's almost like, get your quality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> can't.
0: He's always just a little bit off-brand, which I appreciate. You know what I mean? Always. <laughs> He's always a little bit generic, just a little, just like adjacent. So I appreciate that.
1: Oh, it's Anta. What is? I don't know Anta, A N T A. That's his. That's, that's his,
0: his shoe, shoe brand. Uh, isn't he also like? Doesn't he do a a bottled water? I don't know. We might have to have oh, a whole my God. breakdown of this dude um okay well uh last thing we wanted I just wanted to do uh sweaty did you have a sweaty and petty no did you have a timeout? no okay well I have a sweaty and petty then we're gonna wrap this this bitch so earlier in today's uh episode we talked about how Liz Cambage was saying you know telling the Washington Mystics that their guards are small and you know they need to get into the gym or get out of the post. And so, after that game, the Mystics showed their guards in the gym working out. And they put it on, like, Instagram stories or whatever. But at the game, when they won in Las Vegas, they had... (laughs) Uh, what, Natasha Cloud was being taunted by MMSmen to do some victory push-ups on the Las Vegas court. Oh <laughs> so she went down on the ground and she did them, and that was fucking sweaty and petty, and I approve, and it was funny because when you look at uh, what's her name, when you look at Elena Del Don and Christy Tolliver, they were like uh, please don't do that. <laughs> they felt like they are like yeah. moms, you know? <laughs> but in reality, it was because, you know, She had been taunted. Fuck, I would have done the same. Pet sweaty and petty, baby. Hell yeah, huh? Sweaty and
1: petty. Sweaty and petty.
0: Smart, sweaty and petty. That's right. Look at that one
1: compared to Draymond's comment. Oh
0: my god! (laughs) He can't even do it right. He can't even do it right. It should be just so easy for him. It should be so easy. Well, kids, that's it. That's going to be our show that's going to be our show I know we're, d- we're going to be done so as always thank you for listening and make sure you subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Google Play where we'll have this episode up tomorrow so you can always listen to the replay and follow us on social at The Hoops Talking on Instagram and Twitter and um, yeah you know what we we'll really thankful you for listening more to come in October it's been um, it's been a fun it's been oh a fun start
1: next episode October
0: Oy. yeah yeah the next episode will be in October and actually we will be celebrating one year in October so one year baby we'll see we'll try to maybe we'll put together a special uh October celebration we'll see what happens. I mean I don't wanna I, I don't wanna promise anything. <laughs> but maybe we will. But it'll happen. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. Come as up. always remember to please keep it sweaty. sweaty. And and mm